is WFG Insights, your download on the real estate market, featuring industry experts, thought leadership, and what's trending, keeping you informed and ahead of the market. In this episode, WFG founder and executive chairman Patrick Stone is back with us to share news of expansion in a contracting market and why the timing is actually good to grow business. And Pat, I want to shift gears in this episode and talk about what's not necessarily a new line of business, but WFG's Builder Services. What was it that prompted you to get into uh, this sector? Well, this was the next logical step in building the company, Brian. We started this organization in 2010, and we started very logically with what we could do and make sure we could do successfully, which was refis. We have built a network of direct-owned operations. We have 13 profit centers in which we own direct operations. We have 1,750 agents. We are an established national company, and this is the next logical step for the organization. We need to get into both the builder and commercial segments of the market. We are a factor in residential and lending. We need to be a factor in builder and commercial markets. Talk about the builder division, how it's structured, and who's leading it. Well, we're very, very fortunate. We've hired Sean Gonzalez, and Sean's been in the business about 20 years, the last 10 of which he has headed a major national builder marketing effort for another title insurance company. Uh, He has also been an escrow officer. He knows this business. He understands builders. He's passionate about helping them be more successful, and we are delighted to have him. He will focus on building builder business in all our direct operations and also doing it nationally uh, for the company with major national home builders. You know, I've worked with builders and had lots of success. I know the answer to this question, but I want you to answer it for our audience. What is different about builder business? What what do you need to know when working with builders? Well, the builder market is different in the sense that uh, they are much more attuned to where the market is, both in interest rates and volume, because they have lead time. In other words, they make a decision to build a home. They're probably not going to be able to put that on the market for nine months, uh, six months at the least, right? In the situation we are in now with difficult labor and uh, fluctuating prices, sometimes they're a year out to have a home to the market. So they have to be very thoughtful about what they're doing. They have to be very methodical about what they're doing. They need a partner that will work with them to make sure that things are done as efficiently as possible and as quickly as possible because they are hanging out there for a long time before they're able to sell the home. What is it you think that WFG can offer builders that maybe other title companies and underwriters can't? Well, we will offer builders what we offer everybody and that is personal service. We wanna be a part of their process. We are not selling them title insurance. We're not selling them escrow services. We wanna be a part of their process. We have a mantra and we adhere to it. And that is, if we help our clients make more money, we make more money. So we're all about making builders more efficient, making sure there are no unnecessary extensions of time or hassles involved in the process. So we will be a part of the builder's process. We're not selling them anything. We wanna make them more efficient and we both benefit. You know, it's an interesting time right now with the market uh, correcting. Uh, there's a pullback, obviously, in uh, purchase business, refi business. We all know that. Uh, now's the time a lot of smaller title agents, underwriters are looking at cutbacks, and yet here you are adding 
to your plate of offerings. Why is that? Why are you doing that now when, you know, now is the time to kind of correct things? Well, there's two reasons. And that, that for the first, I would uh, remind you, our first day of business was January 2nd, 2010. Everybody I ran into said, why are you starting a title company right now? Well, I've been at this almost 50 years, and I will tell you one thing for certain. Anytime the market goes south, service goes downhill across the board in all industries. In the real estate segment, everybody turns inward. Everybody is focused on their own problems. They're not taking care of their clients. This is the best opportunity to show a client that you really want to be a part of their process and that you're here for them. And, uh, and if you do that, this is the best time to build a business. We started this company during the Great Recession. We're launching the builder and commercial efforts during this downturn. And candidly, we will be able to, to differentiate ourselves from our competitors because we'll be more client focused than they are. How much time do you think you have uh, to get this up and running? I mean, you've got this, uh, let's call it a slowdown. Obviously, that's what it is. How long do you have to establish this line of business before things pick back up again? Are we looking at mid next year or on to 2024? Well, my personal opinion is that we are probably going to have a slowdown through the spring of 2024, summer of 2024. Back to your original question, how long? We have as long as it takes. We are committed to doing this. We're in it now forever, and we will be very successful at it. The downturn that's occurring right now is probably 12 to 18 months, and then we'll start to see an uptick. Uh, but we will be doing this for a long time, regardless of where the market goes. Yeah, you mentioned that time horizon, too, and it's been interesting to see more inventory come onto the market. And this is not necessarily a bad thing, is it, Patrick? I mean, a normalization uh, a healthy housing market would be a good thing for everybody that's in it, right? Well, you know, you say normalization. We're still not back to normal. I mean, we are now, houses are on the market for a whole month. Holy cow. <laughs> you, know, we're, you know, most of my, my uh, time in this industry, uh, houses have been on the market 45 to 60 days. So we're not quite back there. We still have appreciation far in excess of norm. Uh, so we are slowing down. We are returning to normal, but we're still not back to, back to normal. I do think we will get there. I do think probably within a year, we'll be back to, you know, 45 to 60 days on market time. And we'll be, uh, we'll be looking at a market that's more uh, rational with maybe three to 4% appreciations. So we are going back to normal, but it'll take another year to get there. While I have you, it'd be great for you to share your insight with our builder audience in terms of that outlook and maybe take a deeper dive with interest rates. The Federal Reserve has been very open about the fact that they will kill inflation at any cost, which means continued interest rate hikes. How does that translate to long-term mortgage rates and what's that impact on our builder audience in terms of what you talked about? Six months, 12 months, 18 months out. How does that impact them? If I may, I'm going to just step back even further and say that we have been underbuilt now for probably 12 years. Uh, we have a tremendous amount of unserved demand in the market. I do believe that most of the major national builders are getting ready to gear up when this year started because they saw a real need for starter homes. They saw a real need for being created by the millennial generation uh, and the tremendous population bubble of the millennial generation. Unfortunately, the, the economics put a damper on that. 
But I do think you're going to see it coming back. And I do think that the market is underserved uh, fairly dramatically and we've underbuilt fairly dramatically. So I think if you're about a year to year and a half out, you will see a significant volume increases and you will see a good builder market for the next 10 years. Uh, we are really, really underbuilt. Now you're seeing more efforts being made to provide alternative financing, if you will, to facilitate uh, construction for starter homes. We'll see what happens there. I don't want them to get crazy like they did before the Great Recession. We do not need stated income loans. <laughs> but I do think you're going to see some progress being made. And I do think builders are going to have a very, very good market starting in about a year and a half for the next 10 years. And the demand will be there. And, uh, and hopefully we'll be in a situation that they can service the demand. And the key there, too, that you mentioned is that, say, entry-level, first-time home buyer, that market, that's really where we need, I know we need it across all categories, I guess, but specifically starter homes, you know, those neighborhoods, that's what needs to be built, right? That is the, probably the biggest need, but it's also a function of capability on the part of the, the people that are in that segment. So uh, we need the market to, we need the economy to start coming back uh, and the demand will be there. And one of the things about the pandemic that has been, uh, I think will be long lasting, has been fairly pronounced, but will be long lasting is a quality, a focus on quality of life. People have become very, very focused on owning their home and having some control over the quality of their life. So I am very optimistic about the future for builders. They're going to have to be a little bit patient as the Fed raises rates here. Uh, we're already starting to see inflation pressures uh, trend downwards, but it'll take probably a year for it really to get to the point where the Fed can start lowering rates again. I do think they will increase rates the next couple of meetings uh, and, but I do see it coming back down, and I do see us uh, returning to a little bit more normal market in 2024. Yeah, you've got external factors like that, and then you've got supply chain issues that continue. Builders I talk to are still having issues there, and uh, it's it could be another maybe 6 to 12 months or more before that works itself out, right? Well, yeah, it's coming. It's getting better. I mean, it's getting noticeably better there. The Wall Street Journal had a very interesting article on shipping times uh, and costs, and uh, it's getting better. So the supply chain, you know, is probably halfway back to where it should be or where we'd like it to be. So we still got a ways to go there, but it is getting better. That's good to hear. I want to talk to you too about uh, commercial. And I know you've had a commercial division, uh, but sounds like now there's some emphasis behind this, right? Yeah, well, we've done well commercially on a local basis. We've done well commercially in our agency department. We do a in fact, do a tremendous amount of commercial business. We want to emphasize it and start playing in a, at a higher level. Um, you know, one of the things we wanted to do is to make sure we get our surplus over a hundred million and keep it there. That we are pro nicely profitable. That we have the financial resources to handle larger transactions. We've got a wonderful reinsurance agreement with a Lloyd Syndicate. So uh, uh, anybody that takes our policy is not only safe there. They're doubly safe, if you will. So we're in a position to really start participating in the commercial market. And I think the commercial market will be good 
uh, on an ongoing basis. I mean, e-commerce has had a phenomenal impact on uh, industrial property. So there's a lot of good things going on out there. Uh, we'll continue to play in it, but we want to grow in that segment also. What are the biggest concerns you have in the commercial space? Again, for that audience specifically, you know, we see the headlines and I know we're, we've been taught, we've been told by you not to pay too much attention to that because that's why their headlines are trying to grab our attention. But I see, you know, Amazon pulling back in terms of uh, the warehouses they have planned, uh, you know, things like that. What's going on? And I know it depends on sector, but overall, uh, what's your take on the commercial market right now? Well, commercial market is unsettled like everything else in our society. You still have some residual uncertainty from the pandemic. You have economic uncertainty. You have global uncertainty and political uncertainty. So you have, I mean, the most, if one would to say, how would you characterize this period of time? I'd say uncertain. And, uh, you know, we're all suffering from it. The commercial market, it really manifests itself very openly in the commercial market. You know, the office segment, people are still arguing about who's going to come back to work, how much uh, people are going to come back to work. You know, are people going to be uh, really stuck with excess office space and people not coming back to work? So that's a big question. You know, I said the industrial benefited from e-commerce, but now that's slowed down with the economy a little bit. So there's a little question there, but I think that's still considered a very solid segment of the market. Multifamily has been growing. Actually, we're building more apartments now than we've ever built before. So multifamily is growing very, very well. Storage, uh, we're probably a little overbuilt on storage, one man's opinion, we'll see. Uh, you know, so there's, the segments are varied by location and by segment, and uh, but commercial business will be there. And if you take a look at commercial and builder business, you know, that's always at least 25% of the available title premium market. So we need to be a factor in both, and we're committed to becoming a factor in both. Here we are as we enter the home stretch of 2022. Hard to believe it's already September and we're looking at that home stretch here. How does this year finish up and maybe give us a quick preview of Q1 of next year? Well, I think uh, in all honesty, I think we are on a, a downhill slide for the rest of this year. I don't think it's I don't think we're going to go off a cliff, but I do think it's going to slow down and it'll slow down through the first quarter of next year because the Fed's going to raise rates a couple more times and they're probably going to continue to be aggressive until they have very, very, very clear evidence that inflation is coming down meaningfully. So we're stuck with the Fed being aggressive. We're going to have mortgage rates and interest rates at a higher level than is desired. And so consequently, things are going to slow down probably for the next six months. Now, again, I don't think we're going to drive off a cliff but I think we're going to have a slowdown. And let's be real honest, all segments of real estate were overdone in the last year. There's too many players, there's too much out there. So we're going to have some adjustment. We're going to have some correction. But if you run a good shop, like I think WFG is, you have the capability to take advantage of it. I think it's a time in which you can successfully launch uh, both a builder and commercial division. And I believe we will do so and do so very successfully. Well, great insight as always, Patrick, and exciting news to share with WFG and your partners. We appreciate you taking time to join us. Uh, My pleasure. Thank you, Brian. You have a good one. Thanks to WFG founder and executive chairman Patrick Stone for joining us. And thank you for partnering with WFG. WFG.